Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. I'm joined today by uh, quite a few more folks today. <laughs> Listen, before we get to them, uh, we're brought to you today, this this fine, fine broadcast is brought to you today by promoshow.com. Uh, promo Corner's own promo show, the uh, the whole industry virtually, all right? Uh, so listen, Promo Show is back at it again in 2021 with a series of themed virtual trade shows. And uh, they're kicking things off with a health and wellness show on Tuesday, February 23rd from 11 to 3 Eastern time. Distributors can register by clicking on the health and wellness banner at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at promoshow. Uh, dot com. If they'd, uh, if you'd need help reserving a booth, uh, there's also education, entertainment, and giveaways throughout the day. So be sure to check it out on February 23rd from 11 to 3 Eastern. Uh, again, distributors go to promoshow.com and click on the health and wellness banner to register and suppliers email sales at promocorner.com if you're interested in getting a booth. Promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. So why don't we say hello to uh, Meg Erber. Meg Erber, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I mean, it's warm out today. I'm, I'm, I don't have to put a sweater on and I'm sweating. It is actually, <laughs> it is actually really nice today. Yeah. It's it, really nice. Yeah. Tomorrow, I think it's supposed to be like 75 from what I saw. So uh, yeah, excited yeah. about it. Excited about it. Stephen, how Me are you doing? Too. I'm doing well, and I need to give a special shout out to my wife because she helped me clean my office. Um, so now I don't have to strategically like hide hide things with my body while on. on There's still some crap on your wall, though. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the Denver Broncos stuff? Well, <laughs> I mean, all right. I didn't. That's okay. I can take it. <laughs> it, comes, it comes in waves. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. We're also joined today by special guests Tim and Michelle Hill. How the hell are you guys today? We're awesome. We're doing great. You get two for one. It's a bonus, you know, two for one frame today. That was cute. You guys had to check with each other to see how you guys felt. <laughs> well, I was trying to do the ladies first thing to let her talk first. And then she just looked at me. So Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So listen, our topic for today, uh, we're going to talk, um, you know, Clubhouse. All right. It's pretty, pretty popular uh, by today's standards, of course. Uh, you know, I feel certainly left out. So I'm going to have some outsider questions for you. I did get an invitation. All right. So that's in the bag. Thanks, Meg. Do you have Apple? Uh, no, I'm not one of those. Well, you know, oh, be careful. you can't play. You can't come to that. I'm going to be yes. careful about my words today. I, look, I was told, <laughs> I was told by one of my customers that a lot of folks that don't have Apple, which is probably like 80% of people using Clubhouse, um, you know, because Android's better. Uh, you know, a lot of them are actually like just searching for like really old used iPad, iPods or um, i tablets and all that good stuff, whatever they're called. And, you know, you can basically get on that way. And I was like, you know what, that might not actually be a bad idea, but they're not going to spend money to go get on this platform that I'm probably not going to use anyways. But I'm weird. So... <laughs> 
Before we talk about Clubhouse, though, uh, I know that we're also going to talk about your um, the, co- the coffee, uh, good morning coffee thing that you guys do uh, each morning on Clubhouse as well. Uh, sorry, I don't know because I'm not on Clubhouse. All right. The coffee morning so, thing. Coffee in the morning thing. Hey, coffee is great. I forget. You're, you're going to tell us the official name, I'm sure. As long as there's listen. coffee in there somewhere. Exactly. Well- First off, really quickly, I have to give a huge shout out to Brandon P. I literally last night sent him this file at like 11 something and at five o'clock this morning, he sent me back that teaser. Brandon, you're the man. I appreciate that. I literally texted him. I'm like, he's definitely gonna say fuck you. That's <laughs> a really shitty <laughs> thing for you to do, Meg. I know, I know, I know. I'm really sorry, but thank you. He actually made it sound way better than my, my I mean, because Tim heard my two versions prior. <laughs> I thought I was watching a Morty report or something, you know? It was pretty good. It was cool. I know, I was intimidated. It was yeah. like Mission Impossible or the Avengers Assemble or something. I'm not sure we can live up to the most exclusive interview in the universe. <laughs> I know. I had to create some fun and some like, you know, like. <laughs> I just loved how the credits at the end were basically everything Meg. Meg. <laughs> well, let me tell you why i Brandon and jeff don't don't count you know brendan got like a plug i don't even know if brendan got a plug. he got one that's why because they, <laughs> they make you fill out all this stuff in like the movie app or whatever and i was like i literally just i had been working on this thing for like three hours at that point and i was like on tiktok trying to put it together and then i, I gave up so i went to imovie and i'm like i'm not going to spend all this time until i can make sure this works so I just took like screenshots of like a bunch of photos. I threw it all in there. And then when I finally got it all to work, I was like, I don't want to touch it. So I it just had Meg in there. And then I did go back and put their name in for something like the. <laughs> but, but I just, I don't know. So that was my, you know. <laughs> all right. So listen, Michelle has said she's not sure that they can live up to the most exclusive interview ever, but we can certainly put you in the category for the longest introduction ever. <laughs> And we haven't even got to us yet. <laughs> I know, I know. So listen, why don't we, you guys know the, you guys know the, uh, the, the drill here. So since there's two of you, I'm going to give you each two minutes to give us uh, your rundown, nice. who you are, uh, how you got started in the promo industry and what you've been up to since. I'm going to devote about 45 seconds of my two minutes to you. <laughs> and you'll yield your time. I'll yield my time to Tim. I have been a distributor in the industry since the late 90s. We were one of the first online distributorships, I think, probably um, back in the Lycos days, like before Google even existed and have been larger and smaller since then. Right now, we're I'm just solo out of uh, our lovely home in Tennessee. So... That is my history. We actually met because Steve Rohn introduced us, said, she flies under the radar. You ought to go see them at their distributorship. So that's how we actually first met. Yes. So we actually do owe it to Steve Rohn. Yep. Oh, a lot to Steve Rohn. I've known him <laughs> since grade school, but that's another episode. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. His mother was I'm actually sorry. my seventh grade teacher. <laughs> she taught me grade school. His sister and I are in the same grade. We're in swim team together. We go way back. So Wow. Rabbit trail, sir. I, I do that a lot, but I've been in the industry since the early, late nineties, excuse me, eighties with worldwide is where Steve and I worked at worldwide as well. We started there and mm-hmm. then Lanco for a long time. And then most recently with Evans, always on the supplier side, covering the upper Midwest, five, six States um, that way. And then was doing fine with that until about a year ago this week, the pandemic hit. And I just finished a show, the PPA Chicago show. They took us off the road. 
and two weeks later they eliminate our positions so that's that's the very short since we had the long intro it's a very short history of me in the promotional product industry but always been involved i was president of mipa and you know opa as well so real involved in the industry it's all i've really ever done my entire life so that's the short version yeah we had actually just done a show together tim uh, in nashville i think i think that's the last time i remember seeing you in person that was uh it was a little over a year ago yeah, yeah. that's right it was right before the chicago show you're correct yeah so it's crazy. Things it's like crazy. 10 years ago, though. <laughs> I know. Well, we're, we're coming up on exactly a month. Uh, I'm pretty sure, well, at least for me, I know Maryland shut down. I think it was March 16th. So we're less than a week away from this thing being a year long. And we all laughed and poo-pooed it and saying it was going to be, ah, whatever, two months. We'll be back by summer. Yeah. yeah you know? mm-hmm. uh, I mean, first, I didn't even think it was, all right, we won't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice outside, all right? Let's be happy and talk about other Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Talk about so, yeah, the why don't we talk, what's going on now. Absolutely. Why, why don't we talk Clubhouse and, and how you've sort of taken uh, Clubhouse by storm and, and what you're doing, <laughs> uh, the coffee meetup. Uh, what we, one thing the pandemic did allow us to do is we, I've always liked coffee and I started out as a, you know, gas station delivery, caffeine delivery, you know, dude, <laughs> looking at Starbucks people you know, as, as coffee snobs. And then I moved up the ladder and became one of the Starbucks coffee snobs. And then even further into independent roasters and local roasters. And now I look back again at the Starbucks people as, you know, but I'm a little higher up the snob ladder, (laughs) but we wanted to start a business about coffee called connect over coffee, because a lot of great conversations, relationships and things start over coffee and the personal connections you have over the coffee. So the downtown of the pandemic gave us a really a great opportunity to get serious about what we wanted to do, you know, with the connect over coffee side of it. There's been maybe three or four iterations of what we're actually going to do with that. And recently about Christmas time, we started thinking about how we could put a holiday box together um, to test, float test some ideas. And so we did that and it went over well, it sold out. We had promotional products in there and we had coffee in there. But one of the things that was a key to that, because anybody can put promo products and coffee together, um, what was key to that was this book where we help people take one easy step into a morning routine by carving out the time that they spend brewing their morning coffee and using it to engage their heart and their, I'm sorry, their body and their mind and their heart in the space of about five minutes. And so the club room clubhouse room came about because we are taking that conversation the questions that we're asking and the prompts that we're having in that booklet a guided throughout the month and we're asking those same questions in the clubhouse room and so it's just creating a space for the conversations of the things that we're prompting people to think about throughout the month that's how actually the clubhouse room came about so it evolved through that and after the holiday box we had enough people saying hey what you know because we themed the holiday box as imagine. So the the questions were about imagine your work, imagine your dream job, imagine your dream relationship, things like that. And they were like, well, what are we going to do the next month? (laughs) So we actually launched a membership box called uh, Morning Moments Matters through Connect Over Coffee. And each month has a different theme. Yeah. So this this month we're hosting conversations about being brave. So it's all of the everyday kind of reasons we need courage all the way up to the big reasons that we need courage and how to think about our own courageous actions in our everyday lives. And so those are the conversations that we're having this month. And in the box, we have promotional products to remind 
you know, what's going on with that month. We have a coaster with Brave on it. We have a sticker. We have an art piece that Michelle created as well. So that throughout the day that in other places, they can see Brave right. or imagine or connect and remind them of what, what they talked about or thought about, you know, that morning over coffee. And then it evolved into the, the clubhouse room. I love so, it. I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, just real quick. I didn't even yeah. backstory on this. And now like mm -hmm. it, so much more of this makes sense. And for those of you guys who don't know, every I try to every morning, at least Monday through Thursday. Um, I jump in for about you know 45 minutes. <clears throat> Sometimes a little, I'm a little late because I'm always taking Addie to school and she's having a morning and I don't want to bring that into the clubhouse. <laughs> um, but I'm listening and like I I always feel like I want to jump in and I want to like, you know, and, and join in, in the conversation because it's always so positive and upbeat and I always have like something to add to it. And I've personally just, ex I mean, this sounds silly and I know to them it won't because we talk about it every day, but to people who aren't doing it, like I've, I've found so much personal growth in this last month that I've been doing it with them. And I've been inspired by them and just the stories that I've been hearing and <clears throat> the conversations that are, they're forcing, not forcing me, but I'm forcing myself to have out loud, which is another thing. So if anyone hasn't checked it out, I mean, I highly recommend, um, you know, ping, ping, message one of us. I'm sure we can get it to you. I don't know how it all works yet, but um, it's very, it's very, very awesome. So sorry, Jeff, Stephen, which one of you were going to say something? Oh. I was going to ask like, so who, who are you finding are your active listeners, participants, uh, recipients of the boxes? Is it are, is, are you still getting a lot of promo connections because of your ties to, to promo or is it starting to branch out into more of the public sphere? Is there any way to kind of know who's getting involved with some of these? That's a great question. I think there's probably two different audiences. One, the actual box subscribers right now are generally within our own network, whether that was personal acquaintances or friends of friends. Some were given as gifts. Well, quite a few were given as gifts at Christmas. And so it's the gift recipients. Um, but the people joining in the clubhouse room are different because clubhouse. one of the ways clubhouse works is that you see the rooms of the people who you're connected to. And so yeah. in a lot of social networks, it's the idea is, you know, you're cooler if you, if everybody's connected following you and you're not following everybody else. But in clubhouse, the idea is follow all these people because that's what unlocks the app to show you the interesting, all of the interesting rooms and all of the interesting topics. And so we often have people who are part of our network or have moved into our network in the last couple of months. But we also have people who just randomly see the question that we pose as the title of the room and think, oh, that's an interesting question. I want to talk about that or I want to listen to other people talk about that. And so they'll just pop in. So we've made quite a few new connections in the in Clubhouse that we didn't have before. It's great. And you guys have quite the following in Clubhouse, I saw as well. So that's that definitely helps with that that traction of it. So may, maybe it's actually a good time to kind of dive into Clubhouse a little bit. Um, it's certainly a new platform, and you guys are utilizing it awesomely. It looks like. Do you want to be the ones to kind of share what it is and tell Jeff why he needs to buy Apple? <laughs> I'm definitely not buying Apple. I'll, I'll wait for the uh, for the Android version. But uh, yeah. Well, it's an interesting platform, and I think partly the pandemic has helped it, too, because we're not yeah. seeing each other, we're not connected, and it came along at a time when we're all craving that 
that connection. So you can, you can get on and I consider it like interactive podcasting because there's a lot of different ways the rooms are moderated and used, but it's something instead of just one way listening to, to a presentation or to a podcast or something like that, you can be involved. You can, you know, raise your hand, have a little raise hand feature. You can just listen if you want to. So it is very flexible that way, but you can raise your hand, be recognized by the, the moderator and, ask a question or state your feelings or, or something like that. Our room is, is not very moderated. We want it to be a conversation. So if you're there, you can just unmute and jump right in where others are more, you know, moderated where they have the hands feature turned off, but it, there's a variety of subjects you can get on anything you could think of from business wise to hobbies, to music. There's people playing music, independent songwriters and singers having little concerts on there that people can listen to promote themselves. Yeah. It's not just that the rooms are about different kinds of subjects. It's that people are using those rooms in all different ways. I listened to a, um, a whole group that was auditioning for a part in a performance, a drama performance that was oh, cool. actually going to be produced on Clubhouse. So it was an audio drama and they were, it was like walking into an audition, like you would a vocal audition. It was fascinating. And then there's people who are actually giving presentations. And then there's people who are like us just having conversations. There's, it's really going to be fascinating over the next six months to see all of the different ways that people are choosing to use those room, that mm. platform. So you know, I've heard that a lot of, oh, go ahead. yeah, I've heard a lot of people are using Clubhouse as a uh, as for business development. So sort of jumping on early and really utilizing it for 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 business connections and networking and things like that. So uh, which you know a lot of folks uh, it, aren't necessarily doing that. They're just sort of coming together and and doing something more socially or. Uh, just to hang out or whatever it might be. And so what do you, what do you feel like is the staying power with Clubhouse? What, what makes it significantly different than any other social platform out there? That's a really good question. I think that right now, what's making it really different right now is access. Like when you get on, you have access to people that I, you would never have access to in real life without playing, paying large sums of money. At some point, that's going to change because at some point, the floodgates will open and the volume of people, I've already seen it change somewhat in the last mm -hmm. two months since we've been on or three months since we've been on. And so that access is kind of starting to get a little harder. Um, but the standing power, I do think, is in the networking and the learning. It's, it's a different environment. People seem to be more... Uh, feel more free to share because it's not something that stays around forever. When we do a Facebook live in the morning, unless we decide to take it down, it just stays out there forever. But clubhouse rooms are not recorded. And so once they're done, like we made a, we made a mistake yesterday. We blew it yesterday, blew something in the room yesterday. And the good thing about it is we get done and we're like, Hey, Oof, <laughs> it's gone. It's, gone. <laughs> it's now experience and nobody can bring it back to haunt us. And so that's, that's one of the things that I think is allowing people to feel a little bit freer to share in a more vulnerable way and to connect in a more authentic way than they would when they know it's being recorded for everyone to, to see for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and I think the, the ease of access is just audio only. So you, like we were talking about before, yeah. you don't have to, you know, do your hair, put on makeup, or you can do other things while you're doing it um, that you wouldn't do on camera. So it, it does make it a lot easier that way. And like she says, you can get 
listen to people. Tony Robbins has had a room if you like him or just you pick any big person in any industry, they're there and they or you can listen to them for free. But as she said, there is going to be uh, there's talk of having as a paywall. So it'd be like you go to Clubhouse to hear Tony Robbins and you have to pay, I don't know, $10, 20 whatever it is to get past the paywall to hear that person speak. So I think there's monetization. At some coming. point, At there some has point. to be. Yeah. I mean, they have to be able yeah. to make money to use the, to keep the platform going. And what they have said is that it will not be ads-based, that it will be by the, our ability to create paid events that we can host. Well, I, I would, I would uh, echo and add on, um, you know, as someone who's been kind of dabbling with it and actually I got some business from Clubhouse accidentally, um, a couple nice. of weeks ago, but um, the people's availability and the awareness of their availability, because I think you guys talked about, you know, you get pinged when someone you follow is either moderating or speaking. Um, and I've been trying to catch up with people for a long time and I don't know their availability. And all of a sudden when they go into a room, well, now I know they're available. <laughs> yeah. so, right. um, yeah. so it's, it's almost like a, I hate to say it's like a breach of privacy, but it kind of is like, it's like, I, I know you're free now, you know? So, so, um, so I've jumped into rooms with people that I haven't been able to connect with because now I know they're available and they're, they're in a social platform. Let me go join them. So I joined the room with them and they then invited me to a private conversation after with some coworkers. And next thing you know, 1030 at night. <laughs> so, well, so, and that's one of the yeah. interesting things too, is that there's no messaging on the platform itself. So unlike yeah, most of the no. others where there's a back channel, there is none. And so you are inviting, most people are very willing to invite you into further conversation on a different platform. So it's also building up your Instagram following typically because that's the platform that it connects to. When you're on Clubhouse and people are following you there and they want to connect with you, the way they do that is through Instagram. So it also builds your Instagram following as you're going along. Now, I know there's people watching today that are probably scared to death of Clubhouse. And I know I was personally because, you know, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You hear about it and then you're like, you jump in and then all of a sudden someone's asking you to be a speaker and you're like, oh, abort, abort. And I think that happened to me like three times. And I was like, I'm going to do it today. <laughs> Leave quietly. <laughs> Leave quietly. <laughs> <laughs> well, one sneaky way to do that is go into a room because it tells you how many people are in the room before you enter it. So go into a room that has three or 400 or 50, 60 people. You won't be as notable, noticeable. You can kind of hang back. If you go into a room with 10 people, they see you come in and they're going to invite you to speak and, and you can't, you can't hide. Yeah. Well, and then, you can hide because you can say no. Well, you can't like say everybody no. knows that you can say no. You don't have to speak if you're invited to speak. You don't know other... that your first time. You don't know anything. <laughs> right. That's why we're telling them the secrets. <laughs> you can also tell who, how many people are speaking. So if there's a room that has 20 people and you're like, well, I can hide in 20 people. But if it's showing that 20 people are speaking, you're going to get asked to speak. And so those hide. are the rooms yeah. if you don't want to talk, you need to stay out of. <laughs> the Meg's doing the 930 Bill Petrie. She's just ghosting when somebody asks her to speak. <laughs> oh, PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but so you can, I know. once you're pulled into a room, that's when you have the ability to mute yourself and you, you want to mute yourself right off the bat because there's so much noise and that you just, I guess, I don't know. I'm sure there's some document or website or something somewhere that gives you directions, but like, I don't do, I don't have time for that. There's a, there's a clubhouse room, Meg. I'm sure there is. There's clubhouse rooms like all the time about how do you use clubhouse? <laughs> 
<laughs> it sounds like you could spend a lot of time in Clubhouse with so many different people that you could put potentially follow with the access that you're talking about. How do you suggest people actually spend their time or delegate their time to this thing? Because, you know, there's a lot of people that have addictive personalities and you get into something like this and they'll spend, you know, eight, 10 hours in it potentially, uh, which isn't necessarily good for productivity. Uh, it, it certainly can be, but I think there's a balance there. So what, what would you consider, like, how, how would you manage people's expectations or, or set up a game plan for people as they go into clubhouse? Well, I know, uh, charity Gibson, I was going to say, yeah. very active and, and she actually has a couple rooms a week about promotional products and she has one on Tuesday. She had it last night with Javi and they have some end users in there. And one thing about Clubhouse is not really a selling platform. It is a very right. subtle, mm-hmm. you know, interaction, connecting, teaching, learning type thing. So I'm impressed with the people I've been in charities room where you've got distributors, suppliers and end users. And it's not like, oh, buy from me, buy from me. You know, mm-hmm. they, they there's an education process was about apparel and how do you use that? And it's just, you know, it's just a, you know, what interactive teaching process. Um, but, but what you, cheer, but, yeah, you brought up charity because she had, when she got on, she was like, I am obsessively on clubhouse. I I'm losing days. Like I'm just on and listening in all the rooms and all the opportunity to have conversations. And she had to really use it as a, she used it as a carrot, right? She, she does. She would like work a half hour and then I can be on Clubhouse for a while. If I get these calls or these emails done, then I can be on Clubhouse for a while. And I think that it's really about what your purpose is on being on the app. Like you can waste a ton of time just listening to interesting things. And if your purpose is to be social and to learn new things and to get into interesting conversations with people, like we had people from Dubai pop into our room the other day. Mm. So you meet all these people that's one way you can use it and then just use it in your free time. But if you're really using it for work, I would say you just need to set some intentional parameters about the time that you spend and how you spend it because randomly popping into rooms isn't really gonna make you any, any, any business points, right? You have to find the people that you know are gonna need your expertise and then be in conversations with them. And so I think it's just about choosing how you want to use the app and then actually setting limits on using it intentionally. Michelle, I feel like um, Clubhouse kind of has this professionalism as it as it is now. That's kind of just been stated in it, and um, I hope I hope it's not lost. Right? I think that's always the fear. Is like as it continues to open up, maybe the the walls of that kind of come down. But as it is now, it feels like everyone that uses it keeps it as a give, you know, uh, mentality as opposed to asking for things because you get there you get booted out of. I've seen people booted out of rooms for just asking something about their personal business like like that you know so it's like you gotta mm-hmm. make sure you're providing something to the conversation and a content yeah. level um and i hope it keeps that i mean i think that's what makes it special right now so. i agree i think that they the founders have been kind of intentional about not opening it up quickly just for that reason so that the culture can be protected and so that the new people coming in kind of get indoctrinated into the culture and so that they maintain that culture as we go forward very cool. Well, going back to uh, connections with with coffee, right? Was that what it, connection connecting over connect coffee. over coffee? Connect, connect over coffee. Over coffee. <laughs> All right, listen, connect over coffee. Jessica Onion says she loved the clubhouse this morning, and uh, it was very thought provoking and a good way to start. Awesome. Today. So, and that's uh, funny because she just joined yes clubhouse in general yeah. yesterday, and then she was in our room this morning. So it's got it, and they have a little party. You can know for the first week when you join 
um, clubhouse. Yeah. You have a little party hat on your profile. So if, if you're you know, looking and go, oh, that person's new to clubhouse. So she still has her party hat for up to a week or so. And, and then it just disappears. But and it was awesome because she jumped right in. And we find that a lot of people look for a safe place to make that first time when they quote, get up on stage and actually unmute and start talking. And she jumped in right away, which was awesome. We're, we find that our room tends to be that for a lot of people. Like we're the place that people start talking and it gives them some courage to open up in a bigger room too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Meg. So I have a question for you too. Um, Cause you guys now are married and now you work together. Is there anything? <laughs> yeah, he's like squeezing her. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> How fun is that? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> the morning, you guys are just like, ah, and then you have to put on that brave face. Is there, or you guys are still in that honeymoon phase? Like, if you're like, so this is like the gossip part. So, like, how do you guys get through that? That's hard. That is, I mean, think about it. We've all been like propelled into this work from home environment. I mean, Vivi and I work from home together now, which we've never done before. Thank God neither of us work from each other. We would, oh, that would not work. <laughs> but you guys are doing a great job. We've, we have someone that is frequently in that room, in that clubhouse room that likes to call it the newlywed show. It hasn't happened recently, but we're often all like, I didn't know you thought that, or what do you mean that's what you think? And so she laughs because she calls it the newlywed show. But I will say that having both been married before, we came into this relationship with things that we knew that we couldn't do like we did before if it was going to work. And so we don't let conversations that need to happen get put off. Like we have them right away. Like after we blew it in, that con in the room yesterday, we had the conversation right away. Because if we don't, it's just, we can't afford <laughs> with all of the stuff that we're doing together, we can't afford to let communication screw us up. Yeah, can't have any walls for that because it's easy when I traveled if you do have something like that happens and then I'm like, well, fine, I'm, I'm leaving. It's Monday. I'm, I'm leaving for four days. And you know, then nothing gets resolved, which is yeah. wrong on my part. And, you know, so we just don't let that happen. And it, you know, it is different being here 24 seven, always <laughs> together. Um, but you just, but you to, love it, but I love it. It's getting easier. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. It's getting yes. easier. He did say that in the clubhouse <laughs> room the other day. It's, it's getting, getting easier to be married. We got married in October. So it's not like we've been married a long time. Um, so I blew it, <laughs> but just, just be not supposed to say, cause this too. is actually recorded. So like, <laughs> people will find this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't get out of this one. And I've actually seen where somebody has recorded a clubhouse and replayed it back. So I don't know how that's, you well, say as long as as long as you let people know and they have like a little recording button up there there i've seen some people record podcast so at the first part of the podcast with their guest they're interviewing talking doing what they're doing and the hands off hands up feature is off so the audience cannot participate yep. and then once they get done with the the podcast portion interview portion then they open it up to questions if they want to keep recording that they can um, and then they can edit that out later. Yeah, it's actually against the terms of service. But it, so, yes, it's not so they say to be doing that, you're not supposed to be recording. <laughs> really? And they can kick you off the app for that. Yeah. Well, maybe, I mean, I don't know if Elon Musk is the one that recorded it, but uh, I saw the uh, saw the Clubhouse uh, conversation that Elon Musk had with the Robinhood CEO, and they were grilling him about uh, shutting down the GameStop trading. Uh, it, was an, it was an interesting one. They are definitely recording podcast <laughs> episodes and not letting 
not so much recording the people in the clubhouse. Like they're just opening the clubhouse room so that people can listen in to the recording of the podcast. So I think that's how they're getting around it because they're just listening to the recording in a different format. Very cool. All right. Any other questions for, uh, for Tim and Michelle about uh, Connect Over Coffee or Clubhouse? Fun so. fact, Michelle doesn't drink coffee. She, <laughs> she drinks tea. That's the, right. Tea yeah. can be coffee. Yeah. I saw that in the, uh, in the, in the pre-show uh, promotion. That was me just like poking. Like, yeah, I knew that. I actually knew that, but I thought it would be funnier. I guess, you know, I, I just try to make people smile and I thought it would be fun. Yeah. Gotta take that leap. <laughs> All right. You guys want to launch into rapid fire and then we can uh, show this oh, yeah. So Tim, Sounds good. what I did not tell you is that we do a rapid fire question at the end of every podcast. And it's like, you know, you just, whatever comes to mind and you, we'll, we won't put you guys on the spot first to ask the question, but you know, we'll all go and we'll ask something. Um, not me yet. I have a question that I'm going to ask because I don't want anybody else stealing it. Okay. Uh, so Tim, you'd mentioned that uh, you thought Starbucks people were snooty. Uh, I personally, I'm going to set a lot of people off right now. Uh, I think Starbucks is trash, to be honest with you. Um, I it's, it's love a, a single source, uh, single source bean as well. Uh, so the question I'm going to ask you is what, what is your favorite single source coffee bean? From, from what I have to agree with you. I'm very glad you agree. You said that about Starbucks. Um, yeah. Totally agree. Now, I was one for a while. They're being, you know, they burn their coffee. It's over roasted to hide the staleness of their beans. Um, <laughs> and then most of their drinks, I posted something today. It's, it's all the sugar uh, cream and flavors, which is more of a dessert than coffee. But to answer your question, I'm a total uh, single origin bean as well person. And I, I, it's a tie. I, I, my heart's in Guatemala because we did a mission trip to Guatemala and we, we saw, we were actually stayed on a, a working organic coffee farm. So we learned an, a lot about coffee. So Guatemala is, is close to my heart. But, but the best one to say. This is her face. She doesn't drink coffee, but this is the best one she likes is. Ethiopian Yergashefi. Oh, interesting. Sounds I, like the Swedish chef on the Muppets when she says that. But I, I don't believe I've had that one. Meg, what about you? Um, I would have to say when I went to Costa Rica, I was, I was pregnant. And so I actually had stopped drinking coffee for a while, but when I was there, I had, I was able to actually drink the coffee black and I can't do that. I'm a, I'm a snob. Like I'm salted caramel mocha all day, but I, the coffee was so delicious. I mean, I put, you could have hooked and it stopped my morning sickness. It was everything. So I brought as much as I possibly could home without looking like I was trying to smuggle it, but <laughs> They smuggle other things from Costa Rica. Not coffee. It got st stopped through customs. <laughs> uh, Stephen, what about you? What is your favorite single source uh, coffee bean, sir? I mean, I don't know if it's single source. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I just said. I don't know. Um, so I'm actually I, it's kind of a shameless plug, but uh, there's a charity group called Suniga out of uh, Nicaragua, and they've got a um, a forest. Uh, section of the forest on there that they use to grow um, coffee beans and they sell uh, it's called sacred forest coffee out of uh, Nicaragua and it's really good we actually uh, have some bags here that we got and it's delicious so I'm gonna go with if that. they do coffee well, I'm gonna be researching that these are our people these awesome. are our people yes I've got I'm excited I have new coffee coming today from a new roaster that's supposed to arrive today oh cool shoulders out of Chicago so I'm excited about yeah it's that. uh s-u-n-i-c-a.org 
and then you can find them under like the sacred court. I'll, I'll look that up. It's good. Well, yeah, send me listen, a link or something. What's Nick yours? Rock- you didn't answer, Jeff. I, I, I will. Just a second. If okay. Nick Rockwa does coffee as good as they do cigars, I want to try that. Um, yeah, my favorite. I, 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 it was interesting. You said Guatemala because I just recently had one that I really liked and thought it was very, very comparable to what my favorite tends to be uh, is a, a Mexican bean from Chiapas. Um, it's really, really similar to the, uh, to the, the Guatemalan one that I tried as well. And, uh, it's just a very light graham crackery kind of almost kind of chocolatey even, uh, flavor. It's really good. Mm. Yeah. Really, Sounds really good. good. Yeah. I have to check that one out too. There's, there's so much out there. You'll never run out of types of coffee. Absolutely. To try. All right, Meg, what is your rapid fire question? All right. Um, black coffee or creamer <laughs> and if creamer, what's your jam? Yeah. I use a, uh, a syrup and, and milk. I use hazelnut, uh, just a tiny splash of hazelnut, uh, sugar-free syrup and uh, a little bit of milk. That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, Steven. Uh, van- vanilla cream, like the little pack things and uh, a, okay. a thing of trivia. Okay. All right. Tim, Michelle? Well, my usually if it's a new coffee i'll drink it black first to get what the flavor notes are and then you know i'm pretty simple too i don't go too far i'll throw a little cream in there maybe a splash of honey depending on what's going on but mine's pretty pretty simple and you're a bulletproof guy unless it's my bulletproof i do do bulletproof uh, the second cup of the day um and then i put you know that has cream in it as well and i may sprinkle some cinnamon or nutmeg in there just to spice it up a little and I don't drink it, but I'm an expert meat, uh, meat frother, <laughs> milk frother, as our, when we were teaching people how to make lattes a couple of weeks ago. Right. We had an online class that we did, yeah. um, coffee oh, cool. shop lattes at home. And she's the, she's the milk frother. frother. Very cool. Just, there's more to it than you think, for sure. Yeah. I, got I like to froth my milk with a French press. I feel like yep. that's the best way to do it. I would agree. There's some bougie coffee drinkers in here. <laughs> yeah, we are coffee freaks. Me and my hazelnut syrup that Meg says is disgusting. It was hazelnut too, so you had hazelnut. You had the gag reflex hazelnut. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you are so weird. All right, Stephen, what is your question? Um, one food to eat the rest of your life. What food will you? One eat food. Oh, one food. Yeah. Cookies. <sighs> Tacos. <laughs> I'm going to say pizza. Cookies and tacos. <laughs> Pasta. I'm going to say pizza because you can you can mix toppings on it, right? So then you I'm going to go tacos as well. I think you, can you can get your veggies variety. and all the stuff in. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right, Michelle. All right, Tim and Michelle. What you got? Hmm. We got to come up with something on the fly because I forgot you do the rapid fire and I just, <laughs> did not prepare me for that. <laughs> Either one of you come up with it first. That's fine. Favorite movie. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. Are you guys WandaVision people? No. I'm, oh, o- I'm only like four, four episodes in, so no spoilers. Or oh, okay. We won't go there. It gets much better. It started off a little slow. It gets good. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. <laughs> I can't mute you. I can only mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm brain farting, but the first one that came to mind for me was Hope Floats. I just love Sandra Bullock in that, and then it's some like real heartbreak and some and Harry Connick Jr. and I don't know anything else. 
Greg, I'm going to go old school on you right now. How could you not say Goonies as much oh, as yeah. I I mean, our time about Goonies? I know, I know. Goonies, for real, for real. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, there's so many. I'm yeah, well, like, I put them in categories and genre, and like, I just I don't compete them. I don't, yeah, there's there's too many good movies to claim one yeah. as your overall favorite. Um, I like Gladiator. Pick one, pick one. Gladiator, I'd probably, I'd probably say Gladiator if I had to pick one. That's, oh, really? Cool, yeah. man. Nice. Wow. I would have to say something I quote something yeah. from every day of my life is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That's true. Something every day, somewhere, somehow, I bring it in. Just a little bit of Python, yeah. but a little bit of Python. Yeah. Jessica Onion says the Sandlot. Ooh. You're killing me, Smalls. Killing me, Smalls. <laughs> All right, Tim, what is your question, sir? Uh I thought that was. <laughs> they, they, did a, they did a couple's question. No, you don't, yes, you don't, it was a couple's you question. You don't get out of it. He shushed you, so you got to do your own now. Not the first time. <laughs> I think it was All the right. first time. All right. Um, favorite, I won't go favorite band because that's like favorite movie. Favorite music, music genre. Oh, man. That changes so much based on the seasons, the weather. The mood. Anybody else? I have a country pop mixtape, but I would say that country is probably my favorite. I'll just go rock because I feel like it's all encompassing. I'm yeah. going to say hip hop rap and rap. Lumping them it's together. a wide variety. Interesting. I'm going to say something that we talked about this morning. I don't think this is an official genre, but um, when we talk about our morning routines in the morning, there's an entire genre of Tim specials. The songs that he like sings that are totally made up words to any other song in existence, and those are probably my favorite. <laughs> I have my own genre. His own genre. Um, mine would be Americana, which is a big, you know, big genre as well there's there's hip-hop in that there's rap there's country there's rock in that too but basically if the songs if the lyrics i'm a lyrics guy they gotta have meaning they gotta make you think something they gotta make you feel cry. something they, they gotta, gotta make, make you, you cry. cry sad songs make me happy i like that too me too very interesting sad songs make you happy <laughs> <laughs> i don't is get that, it i have a shirt i have a shirt that says that <laughs> is that the is that the note we're uh, ending the podcast on Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, this very, very confusing, sad, happy uh, podcast was brought to you today by promoshow.com. Uh, listen, they're back at it in 2021 with a series of themed virtual trade shows. They're going to be kicking things off with a health and wellness show on Tuesday, February 23rd. And uh, from 11 to 3 Eastern time, distributors can register by clicking on the health and wellness banner at promoshow.com. And suppliers can reach out to uh, sales at promoshow.com if they need help reserving a booth. Uh, there's going to be education, entertainment, and giveaways throughout the day. So be sure to check it out on February 3rd uh, between 11 and 3 p.m. Eastern. Distributors go to promoshow.com and click on the health and wellness banner to register. Suppliers email sales at promoshow.com uh, if you're interested in getting a booth. Uh, so with that being said, guys, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, Tim, Michelle, thank you guys. I think it was a really great, uh, really great topic and conversation.
Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. We love being here. Appreciate it. Had fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.